Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I just put out a, uh, a live just a little bit ago. Um, it's titled Technical Difficulties. It's about two minutes long. You'll hear that. Um, kind of explains why I'm doing this. Uh, so I'm just going to read chapter six on John um, because, again, I do like to read a chapter a day. And I'm just going to reread it. So this will be like the third time that I've read it in the last uh, 24 hours or so. And so it reads in John chapter six. We're talking about the multiplication of loaves. After this, Jesus went across the Sea of Galilee of Tiberias. A large crowd followed him because they saw the signs he was performing on the sick. Jesus went up to the mountain and there he sat with his disciples. The Jewish feast of Passover was near. When Jesus raised his eyes and saw that a large crowd was coming to him, he said to Philip, where can we buy enough food for them to eat? He said to he said this to test him because he himself knew what he was going to do. Philip answered, 200 days wages worth of food would not be enough for each of them to have a little bit. One of his disciples, Andrew, the brother of Simon Peter, said to him, There is a boy here who has five barley loaves and two fish. But what good are these for so many? Jesus said, Have the people recline. Now there was a great deal of grass in the place, so the men reclined, about 5,000 in number. Then Jesus took the loaves, gave thanks, and distributed them to those who were reclining, and also as much of the fish as they wanted. When they had their fill, he said to his disciples, gather the fragments left over so that nothing will be wasted. So they collected them and filled 12 wicker baskets with fragments from the five barley loaves that had been more than they could eat. When the people saw this, the sign he had done, they said, this is truly the prophet, the one who is to come into the world. Since Jesus knew that they were going to come and carry him off to make him king, he withdrew again to the mountain alone. When it was evening, his di- disciples went down to the sea, embarked in a boat, and went across to the sea, uh, across the sea to Capernaum. It had already grown dark, and Jesus had not yet come to them. The sea was stirred up because a strong wind was blowing. When they rode about three or four miles, they saw Jesus walking on the sea and coming near the boat, and they began to be afraid. But he said to them, "It is I. Do not be afraid." They wanted to take him into the boat, but the boat immediately arrived at the shore to which they were heading. The next day, the crowd that remained across the sea saw that there had only been one boat there and that Jesus had not gone alone with his disciples in the boat, but only his disciples had left. Other boats came from Tiberias near the place where they had eaten the bread when the Lord gave thanks. When the crowd saw that neither Jesus nor the disciples were there, they themselves got into boats and came to Capernaum looking for Jesus. And when they found him across the sea and said to him, Rabbi, when did you get here? Jesus answered them and said, Amen, amen. I say to you, you are looking for me not because you saw signs, but because you ate the loaves and were filled. Do not work for food that perishes, but the food that endures for eternal life, which the Son of Man will give you. For on him the Father, God, has set his seal. So they said to him, What can we do to accomplish the works of God? And Jesus answered and said to them, This is the work of God, that you believe in the one he sent. So they said to him, What sign can you do that we may see and believe in you? What can you do? Our ancestors ate manna in the desert, as it is written. He gave them bread from heaven to eat. So Jesus said to them, Amen, amen, I say to you.
It was not Moses who gave the bread from heaven. My father gives you the true bread from heaven. For the bread of God is that what comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. So they said to him, Sir, give us this bread always. Jesus said to them, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never hunger and whoever believes in me will never thirst. But I told you that although you have seen me, you do not believe. Everything that the father gives me will come to me and I will not reject anyone who comes to me because I came down from heaven not to do my own will, but the will of the one who sent me. And this is the one of the one who sent me that I should not lose anything of what he gave me, but I should raise it on the last day. For this is the will of my father, that everyone who sees the son and believes in him may have eternal life. And I shall raise him on the last day. The Jews murmured about him because he said, I am the bread that came down from heaven. And they said, is this not the son of Jesus? Or is this not Jesus, son of Joseph? Do we not know his father and mother? Then how can we say, how can he say, I have come down from heaven. Jesus answered and said to them, stop murmuring among yourselves. No one can come to me unless the father who sent me draw him and I will raise him on the last day. It is written in the prophets. They shall be they shall all be taught by God. Everyone who listens to my father and learns from him comes to me. Not that anyone has seen the father except the one who is from God. He has seen the father. Amen. Amen. I say to you, whoever believes has eternal life. I am the bread of life. Your ancestors ate manna in the desert, but they died. This is the bread that comes down from heaven so that one may eat and not die. I am the living bread that came down from heaven. Whoever eats the bread will live forever. And the bread that I give you is my flesh and my life of the world. The Jews quarreled among themselves, saying, How can this man give us his flesh to eat? Jesus said to them, Amen, amen, I say to you, unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you do not have life within you. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life, and I will raise him on the last day. For my flesh is true food and my blood is true drink. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood remains in me and I in him. Just as the living father sent me and I have life because of the father. So also the one who feeds on me will will have life because of me. This is the bread that came down from heaven. Unlike your ancestors who ate and still died, whoever eats this bread will live forever. These things he said while teaching in the synagogue in Capernaum. Then many of his disciples who were listening said, the saying is hard. They said, the saying is hard. Who can accept it? Since Jesus knew that his disciples were murmuring about this, he said to them, does this shock you? What if? You were to see the Son of Man ascending to where he was before. It is a spirit that gives life, while flesh is of no avail. The words I have spoken to you are spirit and life. <clears throat> Excuse me. But there are some of you who do not believe. Jesus knew from the beginning the one who would not believe and the one who would betray him. And he said, for this reason, I have told you that no one can come to me unless it is granted him by my father as a result of this many of his disciples returned of their former ways of life and no longer accompanied him jesus then said to the twelve do you also want to leave simon peter answered him master to whom shall we go you have the words of eternal life we have come to believe and are convinced that you are the holy one of god and jesus answered did i not choose you twelve yet is not one of you a devil he is referring to Judas, a son of Simon, the Iscariot. It was he who would betray him. 
one of the twelve. And that concludes the reading of chapter six. And so, again, I do apologize that I had the technical difficulties. Apparently, I have no problem posting now. But for some reason, the recording that I did last night like seemed to vanish. So I don't know what happened. It's a, just a mystery. Again, just Satan just trying to uh, get in my way. And I'm not going to let him get in my way because I, you know, as it states in Luke, I can't remember the exact, um, I can't remember, let's see, I'm just kind of quick glancing back here. I can't remember the exact um, chapter and verse. Um, I'm just looking here. Now I can't find it. But basically he says, I give you, let's see here, I'm going to find it. Here it is. Yeah, it's like Jesus says in chapter uh, 10 in Luke, chapter 10, verse 19 through 20. <clears throat> Excuse me. And it says, behold, I have given you the power to tread upon serpents and scorpions and upon the full force of the enemy and nothing will harm you. Nevertheless, do not rejoice because the spirits are subjected to you, but rejoice because your names are written in heaven. That right there is just right there. Right there says it all. We have the power. And this was spoken in red letter language by Jesus. We have the power to step on snakes and scorpions and the evil will not rejoice over us, but we will rejoice over them because we have the power over them. And so remember, when Satan tries to get you down and he pushes you. OK, now I know this has nothing to do with what we were discussing here in John chapter six. Um, but just kind of a little side note, when you get hiccups in your life and stuff occurs and it just seems like nothing's you know going right. And, you know, everyone often justifies it as, oh, it's just Murphy's Law. You know, if it can go wrong, it will go wrong. Well, here's the thing. I don't believe that. At the end of the day, <clears throat> at the end of the day, that's Satan, I believe, trying to throw a bunch of uh, obstacles in front of us to to uh, make us stumble, right? And ultimately, he wants us to fall, and he wants us to fall so hard that we don't get back up. But the, pro but the problem is, is that we will keep getting back up. Those who are strong-willed will keep getting back up, and it's important you keep getting back up, and you keep fighting, and you keep stepping and squashing and throat-stomping the devil, as in the form of snakes and scorpions and other you know, little minion creatures that belong to him. At the end of the day... We are God's children and those who believe in Jesus Christ, like now kind of tying back in the chapter six here of John, those who believe in him will have eternal life. It will be you will be brought up to heaven. You just have to go to Jesus, right? You just have to go to Jesus and believe in him. And it's through him that you can get to God, the father in heaven. Point blank. That's all it is. That's all there is. And so I do apologize again. I mean, it's not my fault, but. I still like to apologize and take accountability because it is on the platform um, that is, uh, you know, on Podbean that I'm using on behalf of God. And again, remember, I am just the co-host. God and Jesus Christ are the hosts. This is their platform, which is why I find it very important and very imperative that I did this chapter day reading. Um, even though it's posted today, this was meant for last night that didn't post. So this way, those of you who are waking up and, you know, maybe this is your daily, literally your daily bread like it is for me. Right. Um, because, you know, as it states, you know, that Jesus is the bread of life, his word. OK. And so um, it says right here, like, you know, in verse 27, do not work for food that perishes, but for the food that endures for eternal life. This right here is the food of eternal life, the, the words of life, the book of life from the Bible. 
And so I just find it very important that even regardless, you know, of the sound quality being low, because I am doing this on my phone in the cab of my truck, about ready to head up north. Uh, I got a run I'm doing in Traverse City, so prayers up for me if you could. We got a winter weather advisory. We're supposed to get some snow, and considering, you know, the trek that I have, it's about, you know, a few hours up north. Um, it's going to be a nice, nice, uh, nice slippery drive. So I do pray, uh, ask for your prayers. And I do pray for all of you too. I pray for everyone that everyone has good health and that the devil does not make you stumble so far, so hard that you fall. Remember, even if you do fall, get back up. And so I will be back on here with a, uh, a quick look segment of about five to 10 minutes. Got something I kind of wanted to uh, bring up, something that was on my mind and weighing on my heart for the last few days. And then, uh, we're going to do the chapter a day, 1% or less with him Bible reading in chapter seven, where we talk about the feast of the tabernacles and, and, uh, and so on and so forth. So we're going to read that later on when I get done with work. So have a blessed day, everybody, and have a great Monday. Have a great week. And, uh, remember 1% or less of your time in the day is only 15 minutes or less. Spend that in prayer and reading chapter a day um or at least spend that time praying and listening here okay if you don't want to read and you just want something to listen to on your way to work and have something you know of substance we're your place all right god bless and we're going to close this out with a closing prayer heavenly father we thank you so very much for this day thank you for another day uh, to allow us to wake up and and to breathe another day and to live another day. Thank you for our good health, for not just ourselves, but for our spouses, for our children, for our extended families. Thank you for all the many blessings that you bring in our life. Thank you for the work week ahead. Thank you for the gift of hard work because it is work that just keeps us going. Um, We are meant for work. Make no mistake. Don't let anybody tell you different. Um, An idle mind is the devil's workshop and we are meant to do good works. And we need to find good works in everything that we do and be a blessing to anyone and everyone who runs across our path. But we pray all this in your holy son's name, Jesus Christ. Amen. That concludes it for the evening. Excuse me again. And so I apologize. There's no intro music or outro music because, again, I am doing this on my phone. But the important thing is, regardless of the sound quality or the intro or outro music, the important part is the message. And I'm sure you will all agree with that. So I bid you adieu, have a good morning, a good day, and a good week ahead, and we'll see you later on at the end of the day. God bless.